Hey everyone, welcome to What Are You Watching? I'm Alex Withrow and I'm joined as always by my best friend Nick Dostal. How you doing there, Bubba? Ooh, excited to be here. So, full disclosure, the way we record What Are You Watching is that we are a little front-loaded. We're not too far ahead, but every time we record an episode, it's usually a couple weeks until it is released. So, I was editing episode 3, the Richard Linkletter episode, and I urge people twice to go check out tape on Amazon Prime, and I'm listening to it, and we recorded that episode, you know, it's, it's been a few weeks now, so I go and I type in tape to Amazon Prime, and I'm like, yeah, of course, it's not there anymore. So people are going to listen to this episode, the tape's not going to be there. So that got me to thinking, what if we just kind of interrupt our regularly scheduled broadcast and literally give our listeners some streaming recommendations that are present right now. We are recording this episode on August 2nd, 2020. It will be released on Monday, August 3rd, 2020, because we all know how the streaming game goes. We don't know when the hell they're going to come up, when they're going to go down. So this is as close and as best as we can give you to stuff we are literally watching right now. It's not going to be a bunch of like crazy, obscure, foreign indie <laughs> dramas. You know, we're just going to mix it up. You know, what's really cool is that also another reason we thought about doing this was because your guys' response to us has been phenomenally positive And you guys really seem to be curious about a lot of our movies. In one way, we thought about adding on to this is sort of like a way of kind of furthering this conversation with you guys about what movies are out there right now, how you guys feel about movies. So that's been a pretty cool aspect of this that we are super grateful for. And this is why we started the podcast, which was to further conversation about movies and how we feel about them. So we thought this would be a really cool way to engage with you guys more and be on top of what's out there currently because if there's something that's out there but we like you said we don't know how long this is gonna stay on streaming so we got to get these movies out there yeah and these these are going to be short episodes i'm gonna this one might run a little longer because it's our first bonus episode but i'm gonna try to keep these at 10 minutes because the idea is that someone can throw on this bonus episode during like one chore and by the time that chore is completed, they will know where they can watch something over the next few days. Hopefully, that's that's just what we're going for. So we're going to jump right into it. I'm going to give you some quick recommendations. Nick's going to give you some quick ones. And then we're going to be out of your hair real quick, just in relation to tape and Richard Linklater, since the Linklater episode is the last is the most current episode everyone's heard before sunrise and before sunset two movies we referenced a lot they are currently on hbo hbo is kind of crazy right now it's really good there's max there's now there's go yeah yeah but they got they have so much new stuff so however you get your hbo before sunrise and sunset is on there along with school of rock which i have watched since and i enjoy much more now oh good that was also a good lesson after that link later one i was like I mean, sometimes we can't watch every movie by these people, but I did know how much you liked that one, and I should have just thrown it on. I should have given it a rewatch. So every episode we've recorded since, which isn't many, but an episode, every episode we're going to record in the future, it was just, it was a good reminder to show up, you know, and watch everything. So I'm glad I've watched it since. My opinion on it is much different now. And it's on HBO. It's on HBO. <laughs> so go check it out. Uh, Bernie, one that we didn't really touch on too much, is available on Amazon Prime. It's fun. It's Jack Black and Linklater reunited again. So They work very well together. Yeah, they do. That gets Linklater out of the way in terms of streaming. So 
I'm just going to jump right into my picks. There is no rhyme or reason behind any of these. These are all things I have literally been watching recently. One of them I'm currently in the middle of. So here we go. Goodnight Mommy, 2014, directed by Veronica Franz and Severin Faella. I hope I'm saying that right. Sorry. This one goes up and down on a variety of streaming platforms. It is currently available on Tubi, T-U-B-I. It's free. I, it was also, it also said it was available on Vudu, which is V-U-D-U, but you had to pay. So Tubi apparently has it right now. And this is a fantastic, realistic horror film that I was really into. It scared the shit out of me. There's nothing fantastical about it. Everything in it can happen in reality. So it's not like a ghost story or anything like that. And I'm genuinely not going dis- to, I'm not going to say a damn word about what it's about because I want people to go see it. The director's release The Lodge, a movie that came out earlier this year that might be the last movie I saw in theaters. And I was a fan of it. I know it didn't get the best reviews, but I will just, they have a very nihilistic view of the world and it's not something you see a lot. And Goodnight Mommy, it is in German. It is worth the read. A good horror movie is hard to find, number one. One where I am genuinely scared and shocked by aspects of it just doesn't happen to me much anymore. And I was giddy when this thing ended, like, all right, I'm I'm in, I'm sold. So good night, mommy. Go check it out. <laughs> Second for me, I'm going to make this quick. Patriot's Day was released in 2016, directed by Peter Berg. It's currently on Netflix. I'm mentioning this because I do not ever hear anyone ever talking about this movie. And it's really strange because it's actually a really good movie. And it's about a really famous event, the Boston bombings in 2013 during the Boston Marathon. It's directed by a well-known A-list action movie director. It stars one of the most well-known action movie stars, Mark Wahlberg. And it's a really well-done movie. It's, It's genuinely one of the best action thrillers I saw last decade. And I don't know what happened to it because... Peter Berg and Mark Wahlberg released Deepwater Horizon a few months before. It did decent numbers. They have since released Mile 22, which I haven't seen, but I've heard people talk about. And no one talks about Patriot's Day. It, I, I don't know. It was made for $45 million. It only made 52 back. It says it was released on December 21st, 2016. I was living in LA then. If this movie came to Arclight, it was there for a week because I wanted to see this and I do not ever remember this coming the only reason i was able to see it is because i got a screener in the mail and i'm like okay i'll put it on the music is by trent reznor and atticus ross it's a constant pulse throughout the movie the movie just the the tension and the energy of it never stops it's a really good movie about what it felt like to shut down a major american city for a weekend and that was a really fucking crazy time for america it's a good movie i'm a big fan of it i urge people to check it out okay i'm gonna throw two tv shows your way really quick One is The Staircase on Netflix. This is a true crime. If you are a fan of true crime and you have not seen this, then you're frankly missing out on the best true crime documentary series I've ever seen. Making a Murderer is, I I do credit that for seriously launching this true crime kind of craze that we're still in. But this case, The Staircase, is far more exciting and complex than that. And here's why. The case is about a novelist who called the police one night and said that his beloved wife had fallen down a set of stairs in their house. She was very badly bruised and beaten, and she had died as a result of the fall. They had had a little to drink. It's a very steep, slippery, old wooden staircase, and she fell. 
but authorities think he pushed her. That's the case. Now, what makes the show so damn cool is that so many of these true crime documentary series are after the fact. They're all, they're catching us up and we're in the courtroom, maybe they have footage. These filmmakers got unprecedented access to this novelist and his family, and he's out on bail the entire time throughout this court case, and we are engaging with them in the house as the court case is going on. They have children. The question of, did this guy actually do it, comes up like... It's really, really compelling. And here's another thing. This originally ran for 10 episodes. I don't even know. I, I found it on the Sundance channel in 2004. Like, it it came and went quickly. It was really hard to find. And then Netflix picked it up and started running those original episodes. And they added three new episodes. So, again, I've been talking about this damn thing since 2004 when it was impossible to find. Now it's available everywhere. If you like this genre, do yourself a favor. Okay, I only have two left, and one's going to be really quick, but one that I'm actually watching right now in the moment, literally, is this cool British crime series called Broadchurch on Netflix. My dad retired a few months ago, and he's just been watching a ton of shit, and it's fun, so he turned me on to this, and he's like, hey, you know, these Brits know how to do these shows, because they just do, like, eight episodes a season, and then there's only a few seasons, and then they're done. Olivia Coleman is in this, who... You know, I'm a dumb American. My first exposure to her was the favorite. And now that I'm going back, I'm like, great in Fleabag, great, phenomenal in Broadchurch. I mean, she is, she's really on an emotional level that is exciting. I don't know. I can't really speak too much about this show because I'm in the middle of it and I don't want to research it, but I'm in the middle of season two. Season two has started in a way that I didn't anticipate. And it's a cool show. It's, you know, each season looks like it's eight episodes and then it's done. Finally, I will make this quick. Everyone, Waves, 2019, <laughs> directed by Trey Edward Schultz. It's on Showtime. If you have Showtime, it's on there right now for free. According to Showtime, it very generously has told us that the film will be leaving streaming on August 13, 2020. That does not give you too many days to watch it, but I've talked about the film on our second episode, Changed My Life. Go check out Waves. That's all for me. Yeah, go see Waves. There's not much time left. Definitely make that something to uh, throw on the schedule. I'll, I'm going to throw out some picks just due to the reaction that we've been having and some of the conversations I've been having. I've been really finding that, you know, due to our first episode with our top 10 favorite films, that people are really kind of analyzing what their favorite movies are or what their top 10 list might be and like how and why does their favorite movie why is that their favorite movie and i just think that's the coolest thing <laughs> one of the coolest things you could ask yourself about movies is why do you love them and so um through some of those conversations i want to throw out some of those movies that some people have told me are their favorite movies and um so this is kind of for them and these are great films Fight Club, 1999, is on HBO. Spaceballs uh, by Mel Brooks. <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime and Netflix. And, you know, we do talk about a lot of, like, darker type of stuff. But, man, if you love a movie, love is love. And, you know, there is no such thing as a bad movie if you love it. Yeah. And Spaceballs is such a fantastic comedy. Spaceballs is awesome. <laughs> it's so good. And then this is my mom's favorite movie, so I'm throwing this out there because it's, it's also out there in the world. Harold and Maude, directed by Hal Ashby. This movie, it is 
unlike anything else you'll ever see. It is truly unique. It is one of a kind. It lives in its own entity. And, and I don't think that there's any movie that could ever try to recreate the magic that this movie has. And it, right now it's on Amazon Prime, Tubi, and Pluto. And then also kind of to round out our 2010 decade podcast... I found a couple of uh, a couple of movies that I recommend from that from that decade that didn't make our cut but are streaming right now that I personally really loved and recommend. And one is Christine in 2016, uh, directed by Antonio Campos. Rebecca Hall in this movie is this is one of my favorite performances of that decade. I think. Oh yeah. She is just utterly fantastic, and I w- was. You can feel her raw nervousness and energy. It it it's palpable, and I can't get enough of it. I was on the edge of my seat just in her emotional space. And one of the best portrayals of a manic depressive that I've ever seen. Not enough. A, another great movie. Not enough people saw. Go please go check out Christine. Where is it available? That's on Hulu right now. Hell yeah, nice. And then um and then this is one that I personally, for whatever reason, really fell in love with. By the Sea, directed by Angelina Jolie, uh, her and Brad Pitt. Um, it's on Netflix right now. I just fell into the mood and pace of this movie that I think you either fall into that or you don't. And you're either on board with everything that this movie does or you're not. Either way, it's cool. But if you find that you are it is worth the watch i really really felt this movie yeah i agree that's another great call and with the benefit of hindsight it i re rewatched that one recently too i didn't know it was out there on streaming now so that's great it kind of feels like they were making that movie to save their marriage in a way like it i, I mean that is very unfair for me to stipulate but that's when I, that's my read on it now and it's that adds you know it makes it a little bit more heartbreaking but i really enjoyed that movie too it's a tough one to like but i liked it a lot it's very real it's very raw it really whether it was or it wasn't but it is about a relationship trying to save itself and then just a couple of recommendations just from me and i had a really great time with this movie it's a big hit right now it's on hulu palm springs the Lonely Island guys making movies. You know, this is a really fresh take on a story that's been done, you know, Groundhog Day. But this is a perfect movie for right now, for quarantine, for summer, for all of the stuff that's happening. This movie really, really um, made me feel good about today. So thank you, Palm Springs, for doing that. Yeah, I really like that movie, too. And it's crazy because... It was acquired for the most money ever in Sundance history. That's crazy. And it was bought by Hulu. So it was never the intention for it to be in theaters. And now that we're in quarantine, so many more people are watching that on Hulu because we're in quarantine. And yeah, I really liked it too. Um, They didn't shoot any of it in Palm Springs. That's so wild. (laughs) It was all, it was 30 because they got the tax break, the 30 mile tax break for LA. So they had to shoot it. In or around 30 miles from central L.A. So, yeah, I mean, you work with what you have, but I got a kick out of that. (laughs) (laughs) And then the last movie I'll recommend because it just got released on Netflix. And I'd actually been looking for this movie uh, because I wanted to watch it. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, 2004, Michael Gondry. 
Uh, this movie is a very special place in my heart. I remember when I first saw this, I felt like I had seen something that I would never see again and have never seen up until that point. Still feel that way about that movie. I think it's one of the most creative and intimate and funny and sad and everything. That movie kind of does it all. And I think that's probably my favorite Jim Carrey movie, his performance. It's a mode of him that I haven't really seen before or since. And it's really cool that you just said that. You said it was on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Just that got added. Because just this morning, I was watching Being John Malkovich, another Charlie Kaufman movie on Netflix. Yeah, that just got released too. Yeah, they must have just done them. And I have not seen that movie. I do not think in like 10 years. Whoa, I had to stop it to record this podcast. But man, I was having fun with it. Like, I love that movie so much. It is so, both are just great. So yeah, Kaufman making, having a good Netflix run. Real quick, I wanted to interrupt. I love that mom's favorite movie is Harold and Maude. That's one of the best things I've ever heard. That's, I mean, because I I love Hal Ashby so much. And he's kind of like Francis Ford Coppola in that. I can tell a lot by a person if you tell me what your favorite Hal Ashby movie is. Big difference between Harold and Maude and Coming Home. Yeah. Or Being There or The Last Detail, which might be your favorite. I mean, mine is probably Shampoo. So it's, yeah, that's one of my favorite careers. We should do a podcast on him. But yeah, Harold and Maude. God, I haven't seen that one in a while. I might have to put it. Put in the DVD on that one soon or on streaming or on <laughs> streaming on uh, Prime, Tubi and Pluto. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that's actually probably easier than putting in my DVD. So, OK, so in closing for this bonus episode, huge thank you to everyone on the response so far. It's been kind of overwhelming. Everyone's had a lot of nice things to say. Followers from my blog, I really appreciate you crossing over and giving us a listen and commenting. Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, we've been we've been having a good time and we hope you, we've given you some good stuff to check out as soon as possible. Anything else from you? Now, Haas. Well, that's it, everyone. Thanks for listening and happy watching. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening. You can check out my flicks and my movie blog at alexwithrow.com. NicholasDostal.com is where you find all of Nick's film work. Nicholas Ali does the music for our show. I've made a few music videos with Nick. He's a great guy and we love his tunes. Big thank you to him. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at whatareyouwatchingpodcast at gmail.com. Next episode, we're going to talk about our favorite movies based on plays. Fun idea Nick had. See you then. So you're on? Mm-hmm. On like Kong. All right. Lock, lock, ready to rock. <laughs> I'm very aware of the time. <laughs>